Hello, and welcome to episode number four of DeNebocast. Today, Josh and Diego will, will go into detail discussing March Madness so far, including how their brackets are faring, and then we will touch upon the Mueller report, what it is, why you should care, plus a few fun facts to flex on your teachers that you know what's up. Guys, how are your brackets going so far? I am great at March Madness. I made two brackets. One of them fell apart because of Kansas State, but the other one Kansas. is in the 99.8 percentile. Kansas State. I can give you winners for the Sweet 16 if you want. Does anyone want? Yes, please. Sure, yeah. Okay. Duke will beat Virginia Tech. It won't be close. Wow. Michigan State will beat LSU. Oregon will knock off number one UVA. Tennessee will beat Purdue. Florida State will also beat number one Gonzaga. Michigan will beat Texas Tech. UNC will beat Auburn, and Houston will beat Kentucky. All right, I agree with Oregon just because their interior defense is insane. They have, what's his name? They have um, Wooden, Wooden, I don't know, some kid. He, he's leading the NCAA in blocks. Mm-hmm. He's insane. Bull Bull's out. That's kind of a big difference maker. Uh-huh. But the thing is, if you look at the matchup, UVA is like 93%. Like, they're favorite to win by so much. Let's, also, let's talk about UVA for a second. In 2019, this year, UVA was losing in the first half by almost 10 points to the 16 seed. Last year, they were the first one seed to lose to a 16 seed. In 2017, they lost in the round of 32. They didn't make the tournament in 2016. And in 2015, they also lost in the round of yeah, 32. Yeah, UVA choked. They're known for they choking. They can't win tournament games, and they lost in the semis of the ACC tournament to Florida State by 10 points. Oregon. I'm surprised they won against Oklahoma. I'm very surprised. Oregon won the Pac-12. Lewis King is averaging 16.5 points during March Madness. What about the... Um, what's his name? Pakel? The... They beat Arizona State by 28 points, and they beat them by 4 in the tournament. They lost to the... My favorite team besides Duke in the tournament, Houston, by four points. And they beat Syracuse earlier this year by 15 points. They haven't lost since February 23rd, and they're on a 10-game win streak. It's all about being hot, and UVA loves to choke in these games. You talk about 93% that UVA is going to win, but it was literally 99.9 last year when they played UMBC and lost as the first one seed to lose to a 16 seed. I don't know. Pritchard? Have you seen Pritchard play on Oregon? Yes. He's insane. He's, he's filthy. He's dirty. Tell me someone besides Daniel Hunter that's on UVA. That would be insane. No one. Exactly. No one. No. Oregon will win this game. All right. Like, I, I, I agree. Like, I think Oregon has a big, big chance. But UVA is a one seed for a reason. But they're always a one seed for a reason and, like, losing in the round of 32. They actually made it pretty far this year compared to the last actually, I'm actually years. surprised they beat Oklahoma, but I think the fact that they beat Oklahoma kind of gives them a – like, it, it gives them a chance. Right. It does. What do you think about Gonzaga versus Florida State? I, I, agree, t- I took Florida State. I agree with you that Florida State is playing insane. They locked down John Morant. John Morant had a triple-double against Marquette, so they right. locked him down. Their so, defense is elite. I kind of came around with that. At first, I was like, Gonzaga's going to win 100%, but Gonzaga isn't the team they were they're a couple also, years ago. They're also not the team they were three months ago. I'm a, I they know. lost the West Coast tournament to a bummy St. Mary's team, and they barely beat a weak Baylor team last round. Yeah. And Florida State gets hot. If they have a bad game, they're not going to win. Mm-hmm. 
But if they have a good game, they're 100% going to win. Let's talk about Tennessee. Okay. Tennessee. I watched the Colgate game. That, that was way too close for the, like, the caliber that Tennessee plays at. Yeah, I mean, Tennessee and Duke, they remind me of each other. Yeah. After, oh, yeah. Oh, after yeah. that game last night against UCF. The thing is, the thing that Tennessee doesn't have is, one, a Zion Williamson, two, an R.J. Barrett, three, a Cam Reddish. Right. And, like, that the tournament is written out for them. Duke, right. we saw the UCF game. There's no way that, like, how? But Tennessee also has this unbelievable off-the-court situation where at their games, they have a record-breaking alumni showing up, sitting with the players right above them. They have an incredible coach, and they always seem to just pull it through at the end. They also have Admiral Schofield. Have right. you seen Admiral Schofield play? He's incredible. He made, against Colgate, I don't know if you saw it, I don't know if you watched the game, he made two back-to-back threes. That won the game. He's incredible. He's insane. I don't mind winning by close margins. But I mean, for Tennessee, it shouldn't be close. What do you think about Michigan and Texas Tech? I like Texas Tech, but I think Michigan will pull it through. Yeah. But there's a big chance that Tennessee, I mean, that um, Texas Tech wins. My problem with Michigan is they lost three times in about a month to Michigan State. Once at home at Ann Arbor. But it's March, and Balin is an incredible coach in March Madness, and they just need to shoot. They can't shoot. That's been their problem. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's And Houston is going to beat Kentucky. They played an unbelievable I, pace. I, I agree with that. I do agree with that. They played an unbelievable There's going to be a lot of upsets this round. They're, they're very fast. But Oregon, if Oregon wins this game, that's going to be 11 straight, and they're just going to be on fire. And this... I, they could keep going. This round, though... There's like no upsets, except for the okay. It's a one seed and a four seed with Duke and Virginia Tech, three and a two with LSU and Michigan State. How about that game? LSU Michigan State is going to be very very close, but Michigan State's going to pull through because LSU doesn't have a coach. Do they need a coach with Tremont Waters? Like like I mean Michigan like, State is just so dominant. I mean they always are, but have you seen what Michigan like? Did you see the video of Michigan State's coach? What's his name? Izzo. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see him like blaming up, like, like legitimately point, like throwing a, a fit because one of his players like messed up? I mean, that's just how he coaches. He's yeah, but uh, like that, that can't make for good team chemistry. And team chemistry is huge. It's a good point. No, that was probably my most difficult pick it's besides like, Oregon. It's UVA. like if you have a coach that blames you completely, that won't be like, all right, whatever, whatever. It's like, come on. That, that will not be good for so, Murray yeah, at all. Those are my picks. I'm very confident about Oregon. I have them. I I was very surprised. I had them beating Wisconsin. I was very surprised when I put that that it happened. Yeah, and I was then very surprised. UC Irvine. I also had the meeting. I'm gonna be honest. The UC Irvine game. I kind of wanted UC Irvine to win just because they came back from a 12 point deficit. They had a I think a 14 and 0 run in five minutes. Oregon yeah. could not make anything. In the Duke game last night, I have Duke in both of my brackets. Yeah. But I wanted them to. Lose. Yeah. It was. They would have been insane just to oh. see that happen. So yeah, that's what we have for March Madness. All right, for those of us who don't know what the Mueller Report is, um, Ben, would you like to explain it in kind of some English that <laughs> some of us will understand? <laughs> yeah, so basically, it's an investigation about if Trump and co. colluded with Russia during the 2016 election and then obstructed the justice, obstructed justice surrounding it. Okay, what is obstructing justice? So, like, I kind of know the basics of it, but like, I really don't know the in-depth yeah. and like what it like means in this situation. Yeah, so obstruction of justice is basically just 
preventing the truth from getting spread in any way. Yeah, so that could kind of... So it's kind of like a five-year-old saying, I didn't lie, I just didn't tell you the whole story. Meddling in an election would be obstructing justice. Think about justice in society and it being blocked by an outside force. No, I think a better example of obstruction of justice would be like, like you have a confession note when you kill someone. But then, like, you burn it or something. Or, like, someone has, like, exposes you. Well, our electoral college system is a justice system. It provides a democracy for the people. And if he obstructs it by interfering and meddling in an election, he's Uh obstructing justice. Yeah, but uh, I don't know if it's a real justice. When we say the obstruction of justice, we're not really talking about just programs that the country has set up. More, we're focusing upon more criminal law cases where we're focusing on stuff happening in the courts and what will be eventually happening in the courts. So like obstruction justice, like withholding evidence. Exactly. That's a great example. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, And so basically with the Mueller investigation, it was split into two parts, right? And so the first part, uh, according to the Washington post is that Russia's supposed Russia's supposed interference in the 2016 presidential election. The report goes on to describe all their efforts to influence the election and lists a bunch of crimes committed by those in the Russian government and those in connection with their efforts. It also says that and like brings up how if any Americans such as Jared Kushner, Trump's son-in-law, joined a Russian effort to influence the in, to influence the election, it would actually be a felony. Um, yeah. But in the end, it seems like nothing was found on this side. Ben, what actually happened during the second part of the investigation? And were there any real outcomes, indictments, arrests from this report? So, after investigating everything, the special counsel actually chose not to make a real judgment with a final conclusion as to whether there was, like, actually obstruction. Instead, the report gave evidence for both sides of the question and left the whole thing kind of unresolved. So the special counsel states, and I quote, while this report does not conclude that the president committed a crime, it also does not exonerate him, end quote. So even though the president isn't guilty of anything, he still hasn't been fully cleared. In other news, this week at South has been marked by a lawsuit against certain teachers surrounding some allegedly biased or misinformed textbooks. Pay attention in the next few weeks for an article about how the students are all reacting. Thank you for listening to episode 4, and have a great day.